Hey Gratitude Seeker, I thought that today it would be interesting for us to get things into perspective. And uh, you might already know about uh, this, but it's really, really deep and meaningful and I think it's an important reminder for all of us. We get caught up in the game of life, we get too involved and uh, we sometimes forget to see the larger perspective and I think this is really helpful for us to to think really really long term and decide how we want to live our life taking into consideration what other people have experienced as regrets when it comes to their life. So these five top regrets of uh, the dying is from a book that has been written by a nurse, an Australian nurse. Her name is Bronnie Ware. And she spent uh, several years working in a palliative care, caring for patients in the last 12 weeks of their lives. And she recorded their dying epiphanies and put them together in a book that uh, is called The Top 5 Regrets of the Dying. I'm thinking about bringing her on the podcast, but uh, until then I would like to share what are the top 5 regrets of the dying. So, the first one is the most common and it says something like this. I wish I'd had the courage to live a life true to myself, not the life others expected of me. And uh, Brownie goes on to explain that when people realize that their life is almost over, it's easy for them to see how many of their dreams went unfulfilled and that uh, most of them hadn't even fulfilled even not even half of their dreams. She also shares that uh, people in general don't appreciate their health and the freedom that it gives them until they have it no more. So uh, my take on this is that it's very important for us to be true to ourselves, to take care of others, to take others into account, but not to forget about ourselves. Because in time, we will get more frustrated, we will get more unhappy, and it would be it will be harder for the people around us as well. Also, that's why gratitude is very good regarding our health when we are healthy to appreciate the fact that we are healthy because it does remind us of the freedom we have when we have health of the fact that we can do so many things and that we can make so many dreams of ours happen it's something that we can actually do even though we might think we cannot in this moment because we have all kinds of limitations all kinds of uh, things that may be holding us back. When we will not be able to do this anymore because of our health, I think that's the biggest issue and uh, I think this is what we can learn from the first regret of the dying. The second one is, I wish I hadn't worked so hard. This came more from men uh, because that was the period of time when men used to be uh, the breadwinners and they said that they miss their children's youth their partner's companionship 
and they see the goals that used to be so important as really diminished. I actually took this advice a few years ago and I managed to create a work-life balance that really works for me. And um, even though I'm not earning as much as I could be and maybe I'm not growing professionally as much as I could be, I have a great work-life balance. I have flexibility, I have freedom, I can work on my passions, I take care of my health, which is extremely important, and I'm much happier. I don't feel that I'm a slave to the things I need to do in the world, but I choose to do them, and this gives me enormous pleasure and happiness. So definitely for me, this works much better like this, and um, with a few life choices... I think you can you can get into the same state, into the same balance. And I really believe it gives you more happiness on, on the long term. The third one is, I wish I'd had the courage to express my feelings. Brani writes in her book that many people suppress their feelings in order to keep peace with others. As a result... They settled for a mediocre existence and never became who they were truly capable of becoming. Many developed illnesses relating to the bitterness and resentment they carried as a result. I totally agree with this one and uh, my belief is as well that our illnesses are many times, not all of the times I think, Uh, related to our emotions and to the states that we live in. If we live a lot of time in resentment, in uh, uh, bitterness, it has uh, an effect on our body and it can lead to different kinds of illnesses as well. So that's why emotional intelligence, knowing how to deal with emotions, gratitude, bringing positive, positive emotions in your life and making them bigger than uh, the negative ones and stronger, that will be very helpful in the long run. The fourth one is, I wish I had stayed in touch with my friends. Bronis says that often they would not truly realize the full benefits of old friends until their dying weeks and it was not always possible to track them down. Many had become so caught up in their own lives that they had let golden friendships slip by over the years. There were many deep regrets about not giving friendships the time and effort that they deserved. Everyone misses their friends when they are dying. Spend more time outside with fresh air in your lungs and healthier habits in your schedule by eliminating the hassle of prepping, cooking and cleaning up after each meal. Stress-free eating is just one click away this spring. Factor's delicious meals range from Calorie Smart, Keto Protein Plus to Vegan and Veggie and they're ready in just 2 minutes. Customize your weekly meals with the flexibility to get as much or as little as you need. Pause or reschedule deliveries to suit your lifestyle. Also, discover more than 60 add-ons every week like breakfast, on-the-go lunch, snacks and beverages to help you stay fueled and feel good all day long. Head to factormeals.com gratitude50 and use code gratitude50 to get 50% off your first box 
plus 20% off your next box. That's gratitude50 at factormeals.com slash gratitude50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next box while your subscription is active. This one is a really deep one as well. And um, what I have experienced regarding friendships was uh, the equality. The fact that when we get together with our friends, we feel that we're all in this together. Like when we get together and we talk about different things and about our life and about our challenges and about our celebrations and everything, that makes us feel that we belong, that makes us feel that uh, we're not alone on this journey and sometimes that something's never changed, like really long-lasting friendships, meeting a friend that you didn't speak to for, I don't know, five years or so and seeing that you still have some things in common, that uh, your friendship has lasted in time, that you can speak to that person in the same way that you used to speak many years ago and even though it's not a responsibility like it would be with a job with uh, being a parent with being a, a life partner it's something that feels good and that's really necessary for our emotional health the last one the fifth one is quite interesting it says something like this I wish that I had let myself be happier. About this, Brownie says, This is a surprisingly common one. Many did not realize until the end that happiness is a choice. They had stayed stuck in old patterns and habits. The so-called comfort of fam familiarity overflowed into their emotions as well as their physical lives. Fear of change had them pretending to others and to themselves that they were content. When deep within, they longed to laugh properly and have silliness in their life. Truth be told, we are educated to be civilized members of society. And of course, this helps with integrating with society. But sometimes it doesn't help with happiness. Basically, what I get from this one is not to forget to have some fun, to laugh, to make jokes, to do inappropriate things some, sometimes, not in a rude way, but in a funny way. Like, for instance, what, what I remember was uh, when I was in high school, when uh, it was a serious uh, class of some kind, and uh, we just started laughing for, I don't know, a random reason. And honestly, I am remembering that much more than uh, the class itself and the many classes that have been in high school. Even though in that moment, there was this interesting combination between guilt and uh, happiness and laughter and joy. I'm sure you know the feeling. It's that moment when you're not supposed to laugh, <laughs> when you're supposed to be serious and it may actually be disrespectful for another person, but you just can't stop yourself from laughing. Truth be told, in the long run, it's better to do it and to enjoy it rather than putting a stop to it because it might not be nice. 
Also, another lesson that I believe this uh, regret of the dying lets us in on is the fact that we can choose to be happy and it's up to us. It's something that we can learn. It's something that we can develop. It's really a life skill. This is how I see it. And of course, gratitude plays a huge role in this. Why, you ask me? Well, so many people put their happiness in the future, like almost all the time. When I will get to become a parent, then I will be happy. When I will have the, the second child, then it's, it's when I will be happy. Or when I will get the bigger house, or the bigger car, or the more important job, or I don't know, different things that are in the future that we think will bring us happiness. And uh, I think this perspective from the dying is quite important because they don't have any kind of future to look forward to. And they realize that their choice for happiness was always there, always within their grasp. And the only thing that they needed to do was to choose it and to develop a positive habit that helps them enjoy this feeling and keep living it as much as possible during their life. When you can't put your happiness in the future anymore, you realize that you can live it right now. Thank you so much for listening and for sharing. I really appreciate you taking the time to do this. And if you have a few seconds, I would really, really appreciate it if you would uh, give the Gratitude Podcast a rating that really doesn't take too much. And if you are more generous and if you feel like you want to say a few words and give a review as well, I would really, really appreciate it. Thank you so much. Have an amazing weekend and I hope that this episode has helped you put things into perspective. Keep on seeking gratitude. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Are you experiencing more lack in your life than you used to? Unfortunately, some things are not in our control, but we can control how we see them. Join me on a seven-week journey from lack to abundance through gratitude. Go to georgianbenta.com slash abundance course. That's georgianbenta.com slash abundance course to join me now. Are you experiencing more lack in your life than you used to? Unfortunately, some things are not in our control, but we can control how we see them. Join me on a seven-week journey from lack to abundance through gratitude. Go to georgianbenta.com slash abundance course. That's georgianbenta.com slash abundance course to join me now.